0: Welcome to the Charlotte Mason Poetry Podcast, where we strive to share an authentic interpretation of Mason's life work. We thank you for joining us and hope you enjoy the program. Hello, this is Antonella Greco, and today on Charlotte Mason Poetry, we have something very special to share with you. I am so excited for you to hear this episode. Earlier this week, I got to catch up with my new friend, Maeva Kos from France, We had such an interesting conversation about Charlotte Mason and I am thrilled to be able to share it with you today. One topic we often explore here at CMP is how to apply Mason's timeless and universal ideas to specific times and places. Join me as we break out of the English-speaking world and get a glimpse of the Charlotte Mason method being lived out in one French family.
1: Bonjour Maeva. Bienvenue à Mason Poetry. Hello, Antonella. Thank you for your invitation. I am very happy to be there with you. Maeva, I've known you for a few months now, but could you tell our listeners a little about yourself? My first language is French, and I live in France, in the southwest, very close to the ocean. Here, people like to eat oysters on the harbour and have a good glass of fresh white wine.
0: <laughs> it must be incredibly beautiful there. J'aimerais habiter près de l'Océan. How many children do you have and how old are they? I have three children,
1: nine, five and three years old.
0: Hmm. Having always lived in France and always speaking French, how on earth did you find out about Charlotte
1: Mason? Um, I discovered the Charlotte Mason Pedagogy, before I even started school at home. I found it on a blog from which I had downloaded exercise files for the home. I had a very academic vision of this pedagogy. It appeared to me like school, but at home. Mm. And initially, I did not understand the interest people had in it. Then another French blog spoke about it. So started just picking out a few ideas. But really, I was using this pedagogy just as a toolkit. Hmm.
0: Was there some kind of turning point where you became more serious about Charlotte Mason's
1: ideas? When my son dropped out of school, it was impossible for me to get him to work, even a little. I used the living books for evening readings and it never occurred to me that I could build our school house from these readings. My son was also still a bit young and not ready at all. I wish I had known Mason then as I know her now. The big turning point too, was when I heard a podcast created by two Quebec moms, Un D'idée, designed on the same principle as a delectable education. It's simple. I felt like I had taken it all, all over from the beginning. Now I found that every time I read or learn something from this pedagogy, I find it extraordinary and so logical. Anyway, we found each other.
0: That is so great. My daughter and I actually had the pleasure of meeting Annie and Fanny from Unfestendi Day Podcast last year au Jardin Botanique de Montréal. Our kids had such a great day together. They are really lovely women. It's worth a flight to meet them. We should all meet au Québec one day. Or better still, we should come to you en France. (laughs) Oh, I wish I could meet you one day. It would be great. I hope we do. I wonder, did the Charlotte Mason method ever appear to you to be inherently tied
1: to England or to the English-speaking world? I quickly realized that this pedagogy, was was much more developed in English-speaking countries. And I did not understand why it had not been developed here. Then I realized there could be several causes. In France, homeschooling remains marginal and controlled. Mm. Um, Also, the Christian religion is an integral part of the Mason pedagogy. And this could have been a break on its... Development in our society, which praises secularism. In Mm. France, for example, children don't have the right to wear a cross at school or any visible sign of religion. And then, unlike other pedagogies which put forward material, Mason does not do it, which prevents the creation of another marketing concept which sells at all costs. Mm. So perhaps the mixture of all is. Did not create more emulation around this pedagogy. Hmm. But it's exciting because there is so much to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I don't think Charlotte Mason's ideas should be limited to the English speaking world. I think Mason emphasizes many universal values which can be correlated to current concepts such as minimalism, ecology. Voluntary simplicity, mindfulness, study, reflection, benevolence towards each other, Mm -hmm. holistic education, especially concerning children, respect, love, freedom, and respect for the rhythm of each. Mm -hmm. Beautiful religious values have spread to our society in other ways. It's a form of spirituality like any other. Moreover, The motto, education is an atmosphere, a discipline, and a life, leaves a lot of room for everyone to appropriate this pedagogy, even without being Christian, while also being concrete enough so that we can be guided. Hmm. What is your goal in adapting the Charlotte Mason
0: method to your language and country?
1: My main goal is to use the Mason pedagogy for my family because it works wonderfully. And the more I discover about it, the more I like it. And that's why I think we need to make it accessible to other families and talk about it to make it more understandable. I first wrote on my personal blog, which I have been doing since the start of our homeschool adventures. Then I wrote a little book following many questions that. I was asked in order to offer a first approach. Hmm. I launched a collective translation of Mason's volumes and created the blog Charlotte Mason France, which will one day, perhaps, resemble that of Charlotte Mason, I don't know, but I hope (laughs) anyway.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow, that is excellent. We love hearing about transcriptions of Mason's works
1: into other languages. There is a fairly active Facebook group that brings together a French-speaking community. Within this group, there is a mentoring system that supports people who want to be mentored. I signed up and this allows me to answer the questions that some mothers ask about their homeschool and the implementation of the Mason pedagogy. I have seen many parents start to ask questions, and it really seems to me of great importance to make Mason better known. If Mason is not shared more widely, parents will reproduce what the school does at home, even when it is not suitable for homeschooling, or they will start digging on the side of alternative pedagogies like Montessori or Steiner. but. These two are pedagogies designed for classes of children. Mason is really perfectly designed for homeschooling. Hmm, Yes, that is
0: so true. What elements have had to be adapted for use in your language, your country, and your culture? Could you talk a little bit about that? Yes,
1: I've been trying to understand and set up Mason in depth for a year and a half. So I am at the very, very beginning. (laughs) French-speaking resources are very limited and there are many of us at different levels who are starting translation work. So there is a lot to discover and I feel that I am not able to do everything simply because I still lack keys to understanding, but I am making sure that this changes for me and for them. <laughs> hmm. It's wonderful
0: that you're digging so deeply into Mason's philosophy even after such a short amount of time. Could you tell us a bit about how you identify living books? Living
1: books are the basis of our life. We use them for work and for pleasure reading. There are certain books which I am sure are living books. These are jewels which cannot be overlooked but There are always certain books for which doubt remains. There seems to be some things missing. A high-quality pen, a test of the writing of a time. In any case, we must be able to get in touch with the book, with history. This is the main thing, the fact that it creates a deep, sensible bond. Most of the current books that make people laugh and are called twaddle by Mason, don't touch the soul Mm -hmm. they just stay on the surface layer of life and we forget them as we grow up when i grew up the stories i remember were from reading novels in the evening or the stories my father invented Mm -hmm. but otherwise i have very few emotions related to reading another book so to find living books i look on lists I chat with all the parents and I look at the English-speaking list and see if the books have been translated in French. I have a few living books written in English and Spanish, but I don't read them to children, unfortunately. (laughs) I can't teach them languages that I myself have trouble mattering. But that's one of my goals for next year because, as Mason said, There's nothing better than reading the author himself in his languages.
0: Hmm. Good for you. And how do you approach your history curriculum?
1: My history curriculum follows the curve of time. When my son was little, his passion was dinosaurs and Neanderthals. (laughs) So we naturally started with that and then advanced in time. We also study stories since the creation of the universe in our science lesson. Uh, History is such a cross-cutting subject. Now my goal is to get to modern times before the end of fifth year and then start from scratch by digging deeper and better from year six. We read a lot of biographies. We have just started to read the lives of Plutarch. And I use narrative history books. I do not hesitate to dig into books called for adults because I find them much better written than those for kids. Hmm.
0: How do you choose artists and composers for picture study and music appreciation? Uh,
1: For the choice of composers and artists, I work very much at my heart. I have a long list. The hardest part is choosing. (laughs) For artists, it is often a painting that made me want to study it more. This past quarter, we studied William Turner. I have one of his marines on my computer wallpaper. Mm. I love his paintings as much as the character. I also try to highlight the study of female artists, to balance contemporary and older artists, to choose painting that We'll also talk about a strong theme or that we touched on in a reading. Education is a science of relationships.
0: <laughs> Have you attempted to use sloid or
1: other handicrafts in your family, Maiva? Manual activities are part of our life naturally. We are not very interested in paper sloyd I really want to make useful and durable objects and that goes hand in hand with an ecological conscience that pushes me to manufacture rather than buy. I grew up watching my grandpa tinkering. Mm -hmm. He had built his own house and when we broke something, we always brought him in to fix it. he gave me this taste for manual work and I I am far from his abilities. I try to become more aware and powerful. I pass on the best to my children and a few weeks ago we looked at how to make a wooden spoon on YouTube. We really want to try it together. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. My daughter would love to make a wooden
0: spoon. I'm going to have to do it at some point. <laughs> That's very fun. Tell me a bit about how you feel that nature study and science need to be adapted
1: to your context. Yes. The study of nature and the sciences are very present in France. But I find it very difficult to find living books in French. or uh, They are old books that you can find second hand, but which are often expensive. For example, the books of Jean Riffabre, who was, however, French. Currently, I translate the book of Anna Botsford Comstock, which is advised on underside on online, called The Handbook of Natural Study. I translated Charlotte Mason's first geography book and C.C. Long's Home Geography for Primary Grades. Perhaps the solution is to do this, even if it requires work. I can just imagine that you must have lovely flora and
0: fauna where you live. Oh yes. (laughs) Can we talk a bit more about foreign languages? Which foreign languages are important to learn in your
1: area? We are learning English and Spanish. These are the two languages with which we are most familiar. On the one hand, English is an essential language for me to speak, and Spanish was the language of my grandfather, the handyman. <laughs> mm. My son would like to learn Italian and Japanese. I would love it too, but learning languages is a bit of a bane to me. I find it hard to be regular on this. Like We're also learning Spanish in our home school.
0: El segundo idioma que estamos estudiando en nuestra escuela, en casa, es el Español. And we have Italian heritage, as you can tell from our names. I think our families would really enjoy meeting. So. <laughs> Myva, would you tell us a bit about how you incorporate Mason's principles regarding Bible
1: lessons? Um, we are not Christians, but Mason made me clearly aware of the beautiful values of the Bible. My family was a and I grew up in an environment that spoke ill of religions. I wanted to discover the Bible so I bought one. I think of reading it to my children and asking them for narrations as Mason recommended. I also want to read the Quran, the Torah and other religious books. For me, learning such foundational texts is a way to of understanding those who practice these religions and a way of teaching my children to be tolerant and that it's important to learn even the things which at first sight don't seem familiar because maybe we can finally feel touched by these readings and find our spiritual path there. In my opinion, everything that allows us to put ourselves in contact with the other is a sign of intelligence. Hmm.
0: Thank you for sharing that with us. What are your thoughts on subjects like Latin and Plutarch?
1: I think those were two things I would have overlooked without the Mason (laughs) pedagogy. I discovered there Importance thanks to it, and I found that it adds an important touch to our homeschooling. It opens our natural culture to other subjects, and more than as a means of raising the level of education, I found that for life it is great knowledge that I discover myself, and it is from. Um, Incredible wealth of being able to share that and learn such things. Mm. Latin is a language on which our language is built, and this allows us to understand the meaning of the words we use. There is a moment in the child's life when he wonders why we use such a word to define such a thing, why umbrella means to mean the umbrella object. Mm. <laughs> To learn Latin is to dissect a word and better understand its meaning. And for later, I found that it gives great aptitudes for the semiotics of language. We think with words, so if we use the wrong words, we don't think the right thing. (laughs) Mm. For Putak, it is clearly a way to understand the foundations of our civilization and to learn so much about lives whose names we have heard, but which we don't always understand. We lay the foundations of political science, philosophy, citizenship, morals, Hmm. etc. Do you
0: feel that the English-speaking Charlotte Mason community supports your
1: efforts? Oh, I never thought that my contacts could be greeted with such enthusiasm. In any case, you, Antonella, were really adorable and encouraging with me. I am also very grateful to have been contacted for your podcast. Whenever I have asked questions or requested a translation of a text, I have been allowed to do so with pleasure. So yes, I feel supported.
0: Say notre plaisir, Maeva. It really is our pleasure. What advice would you give to the Charlotte Mason community regarding how to better support people bringing the Mason method to other languages and
1: countries and cultures? To support our efforts, I would say that being already open to questions, translations, exchanges is really great. Continue to analyze, write, and allow us to see Mason from an angle that we had not yet discovered because our meeting with her is much younger. You are our mentors. Thank you so much. We are
0: happy to mentor you, but we are also asking you to mentor us. We are so excited to hear about your life in France. And as we see how you adapt Charlotte Mason to your context, we learn more about how to apply it to ours. Thank you for being a part of that journey with us. Merci bien pour avoir parlé avec nous aujourd'hui. You are
1: welcome, Antonella. It was a great honor for me. Thank you. Merci à bientôt. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating or
0: a review on iTunes. Thank you for listening to the Charlotte Mason Poetry Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program. Okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good.